and welcome back to the Fitness Fee Podcast. Today, I am going to talk about a subject that comes up time and time again. Some of you will have heard about it. Some of you will do it. Some of you won't do it. Some of you might half-heartedly do it. Some of you might think that you're doing it 100%, but you're not actually really doing it. Um, What is it that I'm talking about? I'm talking about tracking your calories, tracking the food that you consume on a day-to-day basis. There are lots of different ways to do this. And did you know, okay, I'm going to come on with a fact here, okay? I did actually have to go and um, Google this. But my fitness pal, which is um, the, I think it's the largest uh, database for tracking calories, um, was invented in, or their release date was 2005. Um, the guy who released it, uh, a guy called Mike Lee, who it was the founder of it, actually used it with friends and family before he initially um, put it out there for everybody to use. Um, so let's see so that's like 2005 what are we now 2022 so my maths is shocking let um i'm just like trying to think of what it is like when while i'm talking about it um so while we nearly 20 years eight night 17 years there you go did i get that right 17 years (laughs) I was trying to think what I was doing in 2005. In 2005, I was actually moving from the UK to Saudi Arabia. There you go. So, yeah, 17 years um, ago, my fitness pal was launched. So before that, most people used to maybe do like calorie counting, um, which could just be a way of recording the food that they ate by writing it down in like a diary this was the first time that it was used with a smartphone as in uh through an app or or its website database um and it has currently i think um 14 million food products on its app okay and that that's continually growing because people can actually add their own foods to it. And obviously the database therefore keeps on growing and growing. Um, So this is like the main way that people track food. There are other apps out there nowadays. NutriCheck is a really big one in the UK, which to be honest, a lot of UK users find much more user-friendly, I think is the word. and there's some people out there who just like don't even use any of those methods. But what we're going to talk about today is using tracking as a tool to help you reach the goals that you want to reach, how it can benefit you, how some people react to it, um, and different options that you could maybe take or think about. Um, I really believe that tracking your food, however you do it, is the best way that you are going to find out how much food you are actually consuming in a day. 
if your goal is weight loss, let's just work on that basis for now. Let's forget about you want to maintain or you want to grow muscle. We're just going for fat loss for now. So if you want to lose weight, you need to know on some form or level how many calories you're consuming and then how many calories you need to be aiming for to lose weight. So say you've got your calories, you know you need to consume 1800 calories to lose weight. That is your goal. If you hit that, you know that you're going to start to lose weight. So therefore, you need to know what you're eating. Using something like MyFitnessPal or NutriCheck is going to be the easiest way because they make it simple for you because you can scan barcodes in when you go into a supermarket these days. All foods have a barcode. Even fresh products has a barcode if you're buying it from a supermarket. So you can scan it in and it will come up with the nutritional information if it's got a barcode. Okay, It might not be accurate, but it's going to still be there. Um, because these databases are so big, if you can't find the exact product, you will find something very similar, um, give or take a few calories. Let's not forget that anything that we use around technology is never going to be 100% accurate. Here's a little uh, mind-blowing fact for you as well. Food manufacturers are allowed by law to be up to up to 20% inaccurate on their nutritional information. I'll just let that sink in a little bit. So they can be 20% either over or under what exactly it is because it's not that it it allows them to for error. Okay, so nobody can come back to them and say you were not, this was not 100% true. They are therefore allowed by law to be within 20%. So when you look at those values, you, not that you have to take it with a pinch of salt as such, but you also have to realize that it's not 100% accurate. So let's just bear that little nugget in mind when you are tracking your calories, okay? doesn't mean that you have to be 20% under your 1800. It just means that you just need to be aware of it. Okay. Um, and the best thing to do is try to double check what's written on the packet with what's in a food tracking app. The easiest way is to do the maths yourself. Okay. If you're, if something looks a little bit skew if, or you think, well, that donut's surely not 100 calories because it's a really big-ass donut and there's pretty much no way it's going to be 100 calories. Look at the uh, nutritional value because that will probably be where the maths doesn't add up. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is that all food is broken down into um, protein, fats, and carbs. Okay, yes, you have got your minerals and vitamins, etc., micronutrients, but let's just stick to the macronutrients, your macros. Um, so if you're looking at a packet and you're, or, or some food and you think that those calories don't look right, something seems a little bit off, then look at the nutritional value. So how many carbs is in it? How many fats and how many protein? Okay, what you basically need to know for your basic maths is protein and carbs 
are four calories per one gram. Fats are nine calories per one gram. Okay, so if you just do the simple maths on that, you'll be able to see if it's coming out about right or not. Some of them can be like way off. Okay, some of them might just be a couple of calories in it. That's something you need to remember as well. See, I get sidetracked and now I forgot what I was talking about. Um, so having something like my fitness pal NutriCheck, whether you're just reading what's on the packet, and even if you're just having a little bit of a guesstimation of how much you're consuming by doing a food diary or taking photos and doing a food diary that way, that is a tool that you're using to track your food to see how much you're consuming. Now, what I did want to talk about is the issues that can arise from this tool that you've got. You've got this tool in your, your belt, okay, that's going to help you achieve your goals. Some people love tracking. It's if you're if you like that kind of like organization, you like you like to know exactly what you're eating down to the gram, it makes you feel more in control, then it's an amazing tool. It's really good. And the more you do it, the easier it gets, believe it or not. I know when you're first starting out on it, it feels like it's an absolute ball ache. It's just adding another layer of something else to your life that's making it even more complicated and harder. Um, I do think that it can be that way to an extent, but it's also the way that you look at it as in the mindset of it, as it's a tool to help you. It shouldn't be a tool to hinder you, okay? But it doesn't work for everyone and that's okay. But it's a tool that you've got to fall back on. So I do believe that everybody should at least do it for a period of time so that they can, even if it's for nothing else, it just makes you more aware of what you're actually eating and consuming on a day-to-day -day basis. There might be certain foods that you deem as healthy um, where you're actually, then you, once you start realizing, scanning it in, you're like, whoa, hang on. I didn't realize that healthy food was like that healthy meal that I thought I was having was like over a thousand calories. I could go to like Big Mac, uh, McDonald's and have a Big Mac and fries and it be less. Uh, and like in your head, you're telling yourself, well, that's not healthy compared to that. This, that that then leads into a whole nother podcast of like why we shouldn't label foods healthy and unhealthy. Anyway, I'm digressing. So even if you just do tracking for a short period of time, it can just make you much more aware of what you're eating and consuming. So while you're telling yourself, but I eat healthy, I don't have anything bad, or it doesn't happen very often. I therefore, why am I not losing weight? Because you're not aware of the amount of calories that you're consuming, and you think it's less than it really is. So my fitness pal, or this is not a podcast for them, uh, my fitness pal or NutriCheck or you know, writing down your food, keeping a food diary is a way that you can see the changes that you can make to put yourself into a calorie deficit. So the issues that arise from it. Some people don't like being a slave to yet another app which I totally get that, spending more time on your phone, totally get that. Um, but also it's the accountability. People get into this mindset where, 
and this is where my conversation with somebody this morning leads on from where if they know that the thing that they've eaten doesn't uh let's say isn't in line with their goals maybe they could have made a better choice they think if they if you don't track therefore there's no evidence of it therefore it doesn't count therefore it doesn't matter so your my fitness pal entry for the day your calorie tracker for the day says you only consumed 1759 calories which is under your 1800 you're like yeah that's fine but you chose to ignore tracking the donut the full mocha loco latte with extra cream and sprinkles on the top because you knew that if you tracked it it was going to take you way over your calorie allowance you knew it was so you're just like well i'm just not going to bother i'm just going to ignore that and then when i look at my daily calories at the end of the day oh it's all right oh yeah i was in it was a, yeah yeah there you go look see i was inside my calories no problem on to the next day and it's forgotten gone and then you do that maybe i don't know two or three times in a week where you're going over your calories by five six hundred but you're not tracking and recording it so it doesn't count and then you get to the end of the week and you're like oh my god i haven't lost any weight this week in fact i've put on two pound how the hell did that happen look at my food tracking look see you can see that every single day i came under my calories this is like something's not right here it's like my body is holding on to this fat it doesn't want to let it go i am destined to be fat for the rest of my life well no actually you're not you're not being adherent to your tracking you're ignoring the things that you don't want to track because you know that it's going to take you over your calories and you can't because you can't physically see the evidence in front of you then it doesn't count so to overcome this which is a trap that a lot of people fall into is first of all is being accountable for your actions all right you can lie to an app you can lie to a food tracker you can lie to yourself you can lie to your coach you can lie to everybody around you that you didn't consume those extra calories but the one thing that you cannot do is deny the evidence in front of you which is yourself so if the the scales aren't moving if your tape measure measurements are going up if your clothes are feeling snugger if your pictures are showing over say over a month's period you can see that you've gradually put on a little bit of weight that is your evidence right there you cannot fool your body if you are simply consuming more calories than you are burning excuse me um so that's your evidence not what what's written down in front of you on an app it doesn't matter whether you put it in or not your body is the number one tracker that you have and you can't run away from that yes i know that there are so many other factors as to why you might not be losing weight but if you are we're talking about tracking food accurately and being honest with yourself if you're not doing that then you're not helping yourself and your body is going to be the proof of that 
it's it is that simple um the best way to overcome that is to rather than thinking i know i'm going to go over so i'm not going to track it don't worry about the number just be honest with yourself and just set yourself a goal to track that's your goal not to stay within your calorie deficit that get the habit of tracking everything regardless of what you eat that is the habit that you need all right i'm going to change that word stews in my head right now the behavior okay change the behavior and the behavior is that you're running away from the choices that you're making so i want you to make the effort to not run away from it and hit it head on and acknowledge it for what it is so yes i had the donut and the coffee with everything on top of it i'm going to acknowledge that i had it and i'm going to track it yeah it might take me over my total calories but i'm going to accept that because i made the conscious decision to do that and it could have been based around how you were feeling at the time that's another issue to look at but what we're going to look at now is your behavior behind why you choose not to track and the consequences of that so number one accountability for yourself just track it okay you can then work on the reasons why you chose to make that decision to go to, to knowing that you would go over your calories but just the fundamental basic of just notifying the behavior tracking it acknowledging it and then moving on is what will help you be more accountable for your actions because then you could get to the end of the week and sit down and look at like what you did actually eat and it might not be as bad as you think it is in your head because this is another problem when you choose not to track you could be let's say you're at the coffee shop we're going to go for the coffee shop the donut and the full-on everything you can think of coffee with the cream the works the sprinkles the lot okay you could be stood there thinking making that decision for whatever reason at that time and you could have it and you could track it and it could be fine and then you could go on about your day because you've tracked it and you've acknowledged it and then you could go and make sure that the next meal that you have is higher in protein maybe a little bit less carbs and maybe at the end of the day you come in at over like two three hundred calories okay it's not like the end of the world you've accepted it you've tracked it at the end of the week you might get there and look back at your weekly average and see that it's actually you're not really over your calories for the week you might only over your weekly total weekly calories you might only be over about 100 in total because there may have been other days where you didn't go into the coffee shop and have a donut and a full all singing and all dancing coffee so therefore that day you might have been slightly under your calories for, for whatever reason so therefore it's all evened out so with the tracking it's making you more aware of your choices that you're choosing and that they might not be half as bad as you think they are as if you didn't when you didn't track because when you don't track you're then in the mindset of well I, i'm not going to track it i'm going to ignore it and then you're like okay so really i know that i have gone over my calories so what is the point of me 
doing anything within line with my goals for the rest of the day, I might as well just blow it all out of the water and just like eat for the like the world is going to end tomorrow. And that's what you do. And then you get up the next day and you're like, oh my God, I feel so bad. I feel so bad that I just didn't care yesterday. And then you're like, well, I've like, I've ruined it all now. My diet, that's it. I've totally ruined it one day and that's it. So I might as well just carry on just doing what the hell I like and just eat everything in sight. And then that one, two days turns into three, four, because you're not acknowledging or being accountable for your actions. And if you've just drawn a line and gone, okay, well, maybe it wasn't the best decision. I could have maybe had a skinny latte instead of like the all singing, all dancing coffee with sprinkles and whipped cream. Um, and you, you can apply that to the next time you go there and you might think, okay, well, I don't really want a donut because I'm not really hungry. Yeah, they look nice. Do I really want it? No, probably not. I'm just going to have a really nice coffee instead. Uh, you know, so you can make different choices and you can learn from your mistakes because that is how we all move on, isn't it? We learn from our mistakes. Nobody is perfect anytime. Nobody is perfect. We all have to learn and we learn from our mistakes. So I feel like I've totally digressed off where I wanted to be. So tracking, it can be really helpful. No, it's not for everybody. But I do believe that everybody should at least give it a go on some shape or form, even if you're just taking pictures, because what you visualize in your head might not actually be what is on your plate. And by looking at your plate, you could think, OK, well, I've got a lot of carbs on there, uh, not vegetables. Can I increase the vegetables, reduce the carbs? That's going to be a calorie saving straight away making sure that you're full up at each meal, that you've got like a decent sized um, portion of protein on your plate. You might think that you're having a lot, but when you actually look at it in a picture, you're like, well, actually that, that wasn't like, that wasn't even a third of my plate. I could maybe have a little bit more. All these methods are really good. The main advantage with tracking, I believe, is that it gives you the tools to, in the future, move away from it because I know that this is really hard for a lot of people to do and you know I've I've been there and I've done that and I've tracked for a long time and I don't currently track at the moment but I've always got it there as a tool in my tool belt to go back to at any time but at some point you want to move away from this so to be able to do that you need to have that tool and that knowledge um, that you can learn from this from tracking your food, from realizing what you're eating, what is the nutritional values of food, so that when you look at it, you can kind of like eyeball and think, well, I really know what that is. So I know if I'm going to eat it, that's going to be like an extra 500 calories in my day. Do I need it? Am I hungry? And, and you know, and you can work through the, your life like that, instead of being a slave to tracking Tracking is a tool, it's something to be used for a period of time. I don't believe it's something that you should have for the rest of your life. There are benefits to it. There are some downsides to it. I think it depends on how you look at it. And if you look at it from a positive point of view, that it's there to help you through a certain period of your life, which is currently you want to lose fat, then 
use it to its full advantage um, and let it help you reach your goal rather than pushing against it because that's what some people really struggle with there are different options out there you don't have to use my fitness pal i know it has changed a lot recently um hence why NutriTrek is a lot better in the uk some uh, users find but i don't think it's compatible uh, like in the us or outside of europe um but ultimately like i said in the beginning your body is the best food tracker you have so you know in your head deep down if you're eating the right amount of calories if you're not losing any weight and you're kind of like staying about the same then you know that you've like nailed maintenance that's you nail maintenance you know how to maintain what you're doing if you want to lose a bit more weight something is going to have to change yes there are other factors that can influence it sleep stress um health issues all those things can influence how you lose weight your ability to lose weight etc i'm not talking about those for now i'm just talking about tracking your food on a very basic level um and how you can apply that to make it work for you so look at what you can change the small changes because that is going to that is what is going to work for you not massive overhauls on your diet not removing foods groups not removing foods that you enjoy consider balance and moderation and do what's best for you um it might be that you only want to track for a for a short time um I know there's another thing that sometimes comes up with people struggle with, especially with families, is that they feel that they can't track a family meal, uh, either because people eat different things or it's just becomes too much of a, an added layer of pressure at that time of the day. So for my advice at that for you would be to track your breakfast, lunch and your snacks and then just allocate yourself a rough amount of calories for your evening meal. So it could be like six, seven, eight hundred calories, whatever you think your your standard evening meal is. I mean, do a couple of times where you, like, you know, just log it, say, OK, like a rough idea of what you eat on an evening meal and have that as your guideline for your evening, excuse me, evening meals and then track the rest of the food. So you're still tracking. It's just a little bit more guesstimate on it, but it, it's still like working towards your goals. Okay, I do feel that I have waffled a lot about tracking food. If this is something that resonates with you and you feel that you need a hand with it, drop me a DM, okay? I'm always here to help you, whatever it is your goal. Um, please drop me a message um, and I will love to chat to you and help you reach your goals. Uh, so that is it for my Sunday waffle. I am now going to go and make a cup of tea. I don't drink tea, so that's a lie, actually. I'm going to go and have a can of Monster. <laughs> so, I am going to love you and leave you on this Sunday, sunny Sunday in the UK. Speak to you all soon.